Welcome, regrets, to this special Blackhawks Hockey Ringcast Rockford Icehawks bonus edition. Exclusively sponsored by the premium hockey outfitters at puckhockey.com. That's P U C K H C K Y.com. Use the discount code THE RINK to get 10% off all of your orders. And also, all of your orders over $100 are free shipping. Today is Monday, April 16th, 2018. I am Jeff Osborne, better known across the interwebs as Gatekeeper. What's up, jerks? I am not joined by anyone tonight. This is a special edition. Uh, Mario Tarabasi from our Rockford Ice Hogs section of the website. Ding, 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 bong, ding, ding, bong, ding, 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 bong, ding, 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 is going to be giving us a little bit of an update on the Rockford Ice Hogs clinching a playoff spot and also the Rockford Ice Hogs playoffs starting against the Chicago Wolves this week. So I just wanted to give a little bit of an update since we weren't able to record this weekend. John and I weren't because of some unforeseen technical difficulties. Uh, We will be following up. We're going to do a full episode of the Blackhawks wrap-up season wrap-up this week. John and I will probably Wednesday uh, evening. So please do get your questions in. Um, but right now, I want to just turn this over to our boy uh, who works very hard on the Rockford Ice Hogs beat, Mario Tarabasi. So without further ado, here's our boy Mario. Hey guys, thanks for having me come on and give you an update about the Rockford Ice Hogs as they, uh, I'm sure as you've already mentioned, have clinched a Calder Cup playoff spot with a 5-3 to three victory over the uh, Iowa Wild on Tuesday night. Um, big victory for Rockford, not just because it clinches uh, the Calder Cup spot in the playoffs, but also because uh, it continues just this absolute tear that the team has been on since the beginning of March. Um, They began that stretch of the season um, with, you know, just about 20 games to play and sitting in sixth place in the Central Division um, through March up until this point, up until Tuesday night. They are 12-3-2 over their last 17 games and have moved um, from that sixth position uh, in the division all the way into clinching a top four spot. Uh, They still have two games left on Friday and Saturday. They will play a home and home with the Chicago Wolves who uh, currently lead the central division. Uh, But the Ice Hogs along with the Grand Rapids Griffins and Uh, The Manitoba Moose all have 88 points uh, in the standings, and Chicago uh, currently at the top, um, just, you know, uh, just a a few points ahead. So home ice advantage is not locked in for Chicago or for uh, really any team. Uh, All four spots are still interchangeable with each team still having just about two games to play, and with Chicago and Rockford doing the uh, the back-to-back Friday, Saturday, home-and-home, home. there's a very real chance, um, you know, figuring how Grand Rapids' final games go and how Manitoba's final games go, that the Ice Hogs with two victories could find themselves at the top of the division and with home ice advantage in at least the first round uh, of the Calder Cup playoffs. And 
it's such a stark difference from this point of the season right now to this point of the season last year. Uh, I remember last year being uh, in, in the locker room and, and it was a, a handful of players you know, on PTOs, on, on ATOs, guys coming out of college, guys coming over from Europe, trying to just kind of show the Blackhawks organization on the AHL level just the depths that the organization had. What what did they have in, in prospects and players? You know, the, the, the Ice Hogs became, you know, the AHL kind of tryout stage. And this time this year, it's... You know, a, a lot of guys that, you know, had had some opportunities with the Blackhawks this year just because of how, you know, the team at the NHL level performed. Um, a lot of guys were able to, to, to move up, get some NHL experience. I know, you know, Matthew Highmore, David Camp, um, John Hayden is a guy that's gone gone back and forth. And, of course, in net with Colin Delia, um, J.F. Berube, and, and Jeff Glass. These guys have, you know, rotated between Chicago and Rockford for you know, a, a lot of the season. Um, you know, Vince Hinostroza was a guy that started in Rockford, tore it up, went up to Chicago, and he's not coming back, but, you know, he's a guy that that, that was a big part of the early season uh, for the Ice Hogs. And, you know, it just it goes to show that when players are buying in to the, the message of the team, into the, the, the vision of the team, um, good things can happen, and I think that that's been a big key uh, for for this roster, uh, for for her, you know first year in North America head coach Jeremy Colleton. I mean, he was uh, he's a young guy. He's a virtual unknown uh, commodity in the in the coaching world and in you know the NHL and the AHL. He had some success in Sweden, but you know comes over to uh, to Rockford and with a very young roster. Uh, has really turned things around from from this point last year. Um, you know, over a dozen players uh, for the Rockford Ice Hogs this year made their made their professional hockey debuts. Um, a lot of those guys were some of the top contributors to the team. Um, like I mentioned, Matthew Highmore is tied uh, for the for the team lead in points with another uh, first time uh, first full year. Uh, in, in pro hockey player in Anthony Lewis. Um, he's also at, at 42 points uh, this year, uh, tops of the team. Another f- guy who's had his first full year in the AHL, Tyler Sakura, he's second on the team behind Highmore in goals. You know, he came in, he bounced back and forth around a couple teams in the AHL and ECHL, and this, this year the, the Ice Hawks were able to give him their f- his first full uh, year experience in the AHL, and he's really torn up, and he earned himself, uh, you know, a, a real NHL-level contract with the Blackhawks. Now, even though he hasn't played with them, but, you know, he's, he's, he's definitely earned it. And you throw in, you know, a, a lot of veteran players, either through, you know, assignments, call-ups, recalls, things like that, um, and also through trades, and you get guys like Adam Clendenning back, which I know is kind of... Uh, <laughs> Uh, can can kind of be a punchline at times, but when you break things down to what he's contributed, what um, guys like Christy Domenico contributes, I know we we talked on the podcast when when the Ice Hogs and the Senators made that AHL deal to swap D Domenico and, and Billy Polka, and not really knowing what 
you know, you'd be getting out of D. Domenico other than a guy who's been around the block for a couple of years in the AHL and the NHL, and he's been arguably the, the, the biggest contributor um, to the Ice Hogs this, this last stretch of the season. So, you know, it's just really interesting how things piece together it, from going early on in the year, having a very, very young roster to at the end of the year, having guys like Clendenning and D. Domenico and, and Lance Boma and Cody Franzen being, um, you know, key components to, to the roster, to the, to the, you know, to the makeup of what the offense does, what the offense can produce. And having a lot of it come from the, from the blue line has been a huge advantage for Rockford. Um, throw in Henrik Samuelson, who joined the team on a PTO. He's been, you know, playing fantastic since he joined the team. Um, earned himself a regular contract as well. Well-deserved. Um, guys like uh, Andreas Martinson, who joined the team right before the season started and has been a leader in the locker room, a leader on the ice. And you look at how the roster is now made up, and it really feeds into the narrative that at the beginning of the season, Jeremy Colleton wanted to instill in his team in that they were going to be hard to play against, but not in the sense that last season they were trying to be a team that was hard to play against, being that we're going to be big, we're going to be physical, we're going to bruise you up and down the ice. They still wanted to be able to be have a physical edge to their game, but they needed to have speed. They needed to have skill. They needed to have a high level of discipline and and work ethic. And early on in the season, it was the work ethic, it was the speed, it was the skill that was giving the Ice Hogs a lot of success. But throughout the grind of the hockey season, that only works for so long if you're not able to throw in a little bit of physicality, a little bit of grit. So throughout the year, you bring in players like, um, like I said, Andreas Martinson, Lance Boma makes his way, uh, to the Ice Hogs, John Hayden comes in and out of the of the lineup. Henrik Samuelson comes in. Tyler Sakura. These bigger body players that not only add a physical aspect to the game, but they're also able to produce goals, produce points, really drive the offense. And at the beginning of the year, Colin said we're going to be hard to play against because we're going to outwork you. We're going to be fast. We're going to be physical, and we're going to attack you with skill. And throughout the entire season, the roster has come to that point. So really for Rockford, they're peaking at, at the right time um, going into the final two games of the regular season and now into the Calder Cup playoffs. Uh, the, the Chicago Wolves, <clears throat> they have been one of the hotter teams in the AHL as well. Um, Grand Rapids and Manitoba. Manitoba was world beaten the entire league early on in the year. Uh, they came back down to earth and really looking at how the Ice Hogs match up against all three teams, they've, uh, they've, they've played well against all three teams. I mean, they wouldn't be in this spot qualified for a playoff spot if they weren't playing well against the teams in their division, especially the Central Division where it's the, it's the tightest race out of all four divisions in the AHL. It's one of the most grinding, grueling divisions to play in. So for the Ice Hawks to get to this point, that they're, they're doing something right. And lastly, I'm getting a little long-winded, but lastly, I wanted to touch on the goaltending. Uh, there's a, a very interesting situation facing 
uh, Jeremy Colleton as far as the goaltending situation goes. You have J.F. Barube coming uh, into the into the lineup. You have uh, Jeff Glass, who's been up and down, but primarily uh, been hanging around Rockford. And then you got Colin Colin Delia, who's been arguably the best goaltender that they've had all season. Obviously, Barube, when you look at a stat sheet, although his record isn't. Uh, anything that jumps off the page, his goals against the average and his save percentage are higher than both um, Glass and Delia's. But when you look at how Colin Delia has been playing over the stretch of, you know, when he when he finally made the, the full-time jump into the Ice Hogs roster, into the AHL, uh, you know, he started off a little shaky, but uh, since January 6th, he's He's turned his entire season around. He's at a 17-6-4 record. He's 10-0-2 over his last 12, um, including Tuesday night's 5-3 win over the Iowa Wild. It would shock me. It would really shock me if he was not an option uh, for the Ice Hogs going into the playoffs. And I only say that because the Indy Fuel in the ECHL also qualified for the playoffs, for the Kelly Cup playoffs. And they made Delia um, eligible for the ECHL roster. Now, that could just be just in case, a move just in case, but um, it would really surprise me based on just kind of what expectations were at the beginning of the year to now. It would really surprise me if Delia wasn't not only an option for the Ice Hogs in net as they go into the playoffs, but the option. Um, you know, Barube and Glass, they've been around a little bit longer, but really, as far as goaltending goes, and, and Gate, you can speak to this more than I can, um, riding the hot hand sometimes works out much better than going with a guy that you think is going to get the job done. So I think Delia's been probably the most improved player on this roster throughout the entire season, um, and he's definitely been one of the biggest factors uh, into the playoff push that that has gotten them to this point in the season. So I'd be really surprised if he wasn't the man that they went with in net uh, for the Calder Cup playoffs. So second season is uh, is upon us in just about a week's time. Um, the, the, the matchups, like I said, are still uh, yet to be determined. Um, two games Friday in Rockford against the Chicago Wolves, and then Saturday in Rosemont against the Wolves. Again, that'll close the regular season, and then it is playoff time for the Ice Hogs in the Calder Cup playoffs. So uh, this has been the, uh, the, the, the Rockford update. I'll send it back to you guys, and um, hopefully uh, we'll, get to, we'll get to talk live soon, and um, hopefully we'll be able to, uh, to get out to a couple of games and, um, you know, get to... Keep this keep this momentum going. I really want to uh, really want to see where this where this team can go because I think they're they got a lot to a lot of good things going on, especially with uh, you know the Blackhawks being what they were this year. Uh, I think uh, I think the Ice Hawks could could really surprise some people. So we'll see we'll see. Thanks guys. Thanks again to our boy Mario out on the Rockford beat for giving us that update on the Rockford Ice Hogs. It should be interesting. And if you get a chance to get out and see the uh, Ice Hogs play against the Wolves, uh, it's nice, close to home, some hockey. So uh, I suggest you get out there and see some of the young the young Blackhawks and some of the old Blackhawks uh, out there 
trying to do their best. And our, and my boy Callan Delia playing in the playoffs. Um, it was announced a little later on. I don't know if Mario had that in, in his update, but um, he uh, Jeff Baruby was sent home. So basically, Callan Delia is given the uh, the reins of the Rockford IceHogs for the playoffs, which should be really really good to see. Um, so that just about wraps this this very special uh, short half episode up. Uh, like I said, John and I will be we will be back uh, later this week with a full Blackhawks episode. Uh, I want to thank uh, all my all of our writers on therink.com this year for everything they've done this year so far. Uh, Segueing a little bit, uh, I, I'd like everyone to pay a little special attention to our new uh, beat writer on the Indie Fuel beat. That's uh, Evan Miller. Uh, he's he's very passionate uh, and hungry young guy who's uh, interested in indie and uh, he came to us and wanted to be the the indie beat writer so uh we we brought him on he's he's doing a good job he's a hungry young guy and uh, I, I just everyone uh follow him on twitter it's evan f miller on twitter i believe and uh he's the the welcome to the team and uh we might be able to get him on the podcast sometime soon uh we're gonna have uh some some special guests uh, John uh, is cooking up a, a special surprise guest. Uh, we're going to have Jeff Glover on, who uh, has been in uh, The uh, Walking Dead. He's been on the new TV show MacGyver, among a million other things. He's a big Hawks fan. We're going to have Mark from Periphery on, the band Periphery. Uh, so uh, we're going to have Charlie Romiliotis come on at some point in time. So we've got a lot of guys coming on, or, or a lot of people coming on in the near future but wrapping up um you can find us all on the twitters and the instagrams and the social medias at the rink official you can find me at puck and hostel you can find the ringcast account at the ringcast you can find mr jekyll at j-a-e-c-k-e-l and uh you can find all of our writing all of our musings and uh, you can uh, actually sign up and join in on the message board, comment on our articles at www.the-rink.com. I, I would like to uh, also add in a little special part here, puckhockey.com, P-U-C-K-H-C-K-Y.com. Super they uh, just released this, uh, the uh, first mock-ups last week for the uh, therink.com uh, gear. Uh, it all looks amazing. I, and I can say firsthand that the quality of their gear is excellent. If you ask anyone who, who owns it, our, our boy Patrick Judge um, and uh, anyone else who's bought gear from Puck Hockey, it's excellent quality gear. Um, I just went out and bought a whole bunch this week using that discount code, The Rink. And uh, soon, probably maybe this week, maybe by the time we drop our next episode, uh, the the new TheRink.com uh, line of swag will be out uh, so get ready for that get your credit cards handy or your paypals or whatever and uh, you can get, get yourself a hat or a hoodie um, they they does they helped us design the new rink rats logo for uh the, the specially created just for all of you rink rats and uh, it's awesome so uh, you can see it on uh, uh we've been sharing it uh, a little bit last week and we'll share it again this week but uh it's a really cool little logo we're probably going to get decals made up, so if you want to, you know, get a decal put on your car, help us support or help support our uh, cause here, it would be greatly appreciated. And uh, so, uh, again, uh, thanks for uh, thanks to everybody 
for taking time out of your busy day to listen to you know, our special report here. Until next episode, see you on the ring.